Hey, you betcha she did, listeners. Rainer Kiki here. First of all, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who's left us a positive review. Recently, we got a great review from Cheryl in Whitewater. She wrote, you betcha, this is a great podcast. Raina finds really interesting people and shines a light on their stories. I get inspired every time I listen. Thanks, Cheryl. Uh, I hope you guys get inspired too. Like I said, the, the whole purpose of this podcast is to create a community that supports women and all the things that women are doing out there, especially in Wisconsin, and also to inspire you to reach for more. There was always more we probably want out of life, and sometimes you just need a little nudge to shift gears and go after what you want. Speaking of that, this Friday, May 12th, um, Optimal Health, which is located kind of right in the center of Sheboygan, the address is 924 North 14th Street, Optimal Health and Dr. Bailey, they are having a women-owned business pop-up market on Friday from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. This is a great chance for you to support some women-owned businesses. You'll probably meet some women-owned businesses that you didn't even know existed. I will also be there. So if you want to chat about women entrepreneurs or or meet me for some for some reason, I will be there and I'd be happy to chat. So again, it's this Friday, May 12th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Uh, in addition, You Betcha She Did has one other exciting piece of news. Are you guys ready? Drum roll. You Betcha She Did can now be found on YouTube. YouTube, as you know, is a great medium for sharing your thoughts, growing an audience. I myself am a YouTube producer and I help uh, a variety of female entrepreneurs with their YouTube channels. And I thought, you know what? It's gosh darn time that You Betcha She Did also has a YouTube page. So if you go to YouTube, you can just search for You Betcha She Did. Otherwise, you can look in the show notes for a link to our YouTube channel. Right now on YouTube, I'm just putting little teasers from each episode. But in the future, uh, I hope to put more content out there that will be helpful for women entrepreneurs. So go ahead, head on over to YouTube and do me a favor and subscribe to the channel. We are just starting, so we have very, very few subscribers, but once we reach over 100 subscribers, we can really start to personalize the channel and grow it. So please go on over and subscribe to You Betcha She Did on YouTube. Did she really do that? You betcha she did. Hello and welcome back to You Betcha She Did, the podcast where women entrepreneurs and women who have paved the way share their wit and wisdom. I'm your host, Raina Rikiki. Today, I have a dance professional who owns a studio in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Um, her name is Maria Hackbarth, and I have seen her evolve um, her dancing from a long time ago teaching dance classes at the John Michael Kohler Art Center to starting her own studio to opening Wisconsin's premier aerial dance studio, which is called Warped Studios. Maria, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited you're here because, like I said, I, I've kind of seen your dance throughout throughout the ages. Not that we're that old, but you have a really beautiful, modern kind of lyrical style, and you've taken it to this next level with aerial dance. And for our listeners who aren't familiar with what does aerial mean, can you explain that? Like, what does that involve? Um, so typically, that will involve apparatuses that are in the air. 
Um, the best way I can describe it, I always try to tell people, think Circus Soleil. <laughs> we aren't Circus Soleil, but, <laughs> um, you know, so think of all the different tricks that can be done. Um, we have apparatuses. A lot of people will call them the fabric or the curtains. <laughs> they are called aerial silks, um, as well as there is a metal hoop that is called the aerial lira. Um, a lot of people are familiar when I say aerial trapeze. Because um, way back in the days, people are used to the flying trapeze. Um, and then we have tons of different apparatuses that are created for us um, that aren't you don't typically see in the aerial world also. So we have like an aerial moon. Um, we have a window. We have an umbrella. So all different things. Basically anything that we can hang from and fly in the air on, <laughs> you will find us on. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, I would highly recommend it. Um, Warp Studio has showcase nights, and they also have a big showcase coming up, as well as lots of dance competitions coming up this month. It's April right now, and also in May. And it, yeah, I I can only describe it as Cirque du Soleil. I mean, it looks extremely professional, and the girls are climbing up and flipping down and spinning, and it's incredible. Like, I can't believe they're able to do that with their bodies. It makes me wish wish I could do that. <laughs> And maybe I could because you do have classes for, yeah, for adults and kids. Talk a little bit about what you offer at Warp Studios. Um, so, yes, we have um, adult classes as well as kids classes. Um, our kids can start flying as young as four years old. Wow. Um, that's, yeah, it, we, it's very low level, but they at least get to start to experience, you know, what it means to be in the air. Um, and I... I to, to date can say our oldest client was 88 years old. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, High five so for that lady. <laughs> that is amazing. She was awesome. Um, she had some circus experience from her past. Um, so it was great to be able to still work with her. Um, for our adults, we have the, the beginner aerial classes as well. We recommend that they take an intro to aerial before getting into the classes. Um, but then we can do more of an aerial stretch class for those that aren't looking to do like the scary tricks and stuff. So um, it's, it's kind of described as um, kind of like a yoga class, but in the air. So which adults love to do. Because um, then they get the opportunity to hang upside down, you know, not something we get to do very often. But yeah, so then um, our biggest program is our kids program. So they can start at the age of four um, all the way up until they graduate. Um, we offer dance classes to support the aerial training. So we have um, ballet as well as contemporary um, acro dance, um, which really gets them into contortion which helps with the apparatuses. Um, we have a couple different um, avenues. You can choose to just do it recreationally, you know, just come take a class. Um, we typically run our season from September to May, and then we do a very short six-week session in the summer. Um, for those that really want to dive into it, we have um, a company that they can audition for, um, and then they do additional performances on top of um, their regular training. Um, and then if you even want to take it further, um, we almost have like a pre-professional company that then they get invited into um, and then they have the opportunity to learn solo work as well. And then they go and compete that. Um, we did just get back from Vegas. We had 10 of our pre-professional dancers um, compete some aerial solos out there. So Very cool. Awesome. You know, speaking of those those 10 students who are the pre-professional do they hope to go into like the professional dance space? I mean, is that an avenue they could take from, from the studio? Yes, definitely. 
So, and some of them, once, you know, they only want to do this up until they graduate. Um, I have some of them who, you know, their next, their next goal is to head off to college, you know, to be a psychiatrist, or I know someone, some of them want to, wants to write a book and stuff. So, um, you know, that they're not really looking to take it past, but their current drive right now is, you know, that, that pre-professional level, um, they love the commitment and the performance side of it. Um, and then I do have a handful of them that have been doing auditions, you know, to help one day when they do graduate, um, you know, where they want to look into going. Um, I had a couple audition for um, a program called Circus Smirkus. Um, Circus Smirkus. Yeah. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> it's um, basically they put these kids on tour for the entire summer and they learn and then they put up a tent and then they take it down and they travel with it. Um, so, you know, I do have then the ones that are really wanting to dive into it and do it professionally. Um, and then I have some that are graduating and then uh, planning on attending UW-Milwaukee and into their dance program and then still maintain their aerial training as well. I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm an alum of the UW-Milwaukee dance program. And I think, are you from Stevens Point or yeah. did you go to Milwaukee? <laughs> yeah, they have fantastic dance programs. So if you know a dance lover who wants to explore it at a higher level, that, that is a great place to go. And we do have a Milwaukee location. We have a... Oh, great. Tell us about that so, a little bit. Um, yeah, so we just opened up our Milwaukee location. It'll be two years in November. Um, we were so fortunate to get the old Milwaukee Ballet Studio because it, it's, oh, it's beautiful and it looks kind of like our Sheboygan location. It has like the Cream City brick and it had the exact ceiling height we needed. Um, and since it was already a dance studio, it already had like the floor, the mirrors, the ballet bars. So we really just had to move in our aerial equipment. Um, and what I love about being in the city is to be close to the dance department at UW-Milwaukee to be able to attract, you know, the, the dancers from there. And then, for example, like I said, I have students now who are excited because they can go to UW-Milwaukee's dance program and then they can still train in aerial um, at Warped since we're right there in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing a collaboration with the dance department? It'd be neat. I mean, I don't know if there's a way they could offer like an aerial elective through the dance program, but then, you know, offer it at your studio. That would be a nice collaboration. That is, that is definitely an avenue I want to explore now that we are in that area. Um, I have worked with um, one of the professors at the, the dance department. Um, she actually, she loves to do harness work. Um, so she actually uses our space for rehearsals for her dancers, and then they perform it for the um, showcases that uh, UWM does um, and stuff. So her and I have been in, in collaboration and stuff. So um, she actually also worked with the girls for our, when we did Dracula. She set a piece on them um, in the harness work. So we were excited too. So we have started that process. Oh, I love it. That's good. I can only yeah. imagine that's going to grow in the future. You Betcha She Did is sponsored by John Erline Photo. Ladies, it's time to put your best face forward. Your headshot should reflect the confidence and professionalism that you bring to the table. I understand that having your photo taken can be a little nerve-wracking, maybe even a little uncomfortable. That's why John Erline Photo is here to coach you every step of the way. With a gentle and supportive approach, John's expertise as an expression coach will guide you to a headshot that truly captures your unique personality and professionalism. 
Over 100 five-star reviews can attest to the fact that John Erline Photo has helped hundreds of people feel comfortable and confident in front of his camera. Myself included, I love the headshots I got from John. Everyone deserves to have a headshot that they love, and John is here to make that happen. Book your appointment now at www.johnerlinephoto, that's J-O-N-E-R-L-I-E-N photo.com. Your image is worth investing in. Speaking of Ariel, where did your idea come from to go in this direction? Because it's, I, I don't know, it's something I feel like that just kind of popped up recently in the last five, 10 years, but I didn't hear a lot about it earlier. So how, how did your world go into that direction? So in 2007, I had a touring dance company and we were touring mostly internationally. So we got to go to some pretty awesome places like Switzerland and Guatemala. Um, and after a while, I just... I didn't know what I wanted. Like, I didn't know really where I fit in anymore in that, like that world. And I was just like, where do I, and I knew that I didn't want a tip, like I didn't want um, a dance studio that was like ballet, tap, jazz, hip hop, all those kinds of, like, I just, that wasn't, that wasn't the route that I wanted to go. And um, so I I was, I wasn't sure what, where I was going to go. So we were on tour in, um, North Carolina, and we were presenting work for the Charlotte Dance Festival. Um, the lady who happens to uh, run that festival has an aerial dance company. And so we were in her space, and I had I had started off as a gymnast before I got into dance and stuff, so I was always still very attached to that kind of work. Um, and most of my work um, in my contemporary choreography is partnering and athleticism. Like, I want to see how many people can I stack on top of each other? <laughs> I <laughs> love that. You know, yeah. so I just, I just, I felt like I, I was missing something. So we were in her space in North Carolina and I was like, why don't I know about this? I need to know about this. Um, and then after leaving that weekend, I just started to dive into whatever I could, wherever I could learn it, started taking classes and just really studying it. Um, and then I decided, all right, now I want to open a studio because now this is this interested me enough to want to start a business with that. Like this, I knew I could do. So I yeah, love look it. where you are now. You know what I mean? You have yeah. this amazing, thriving studio with dedicated dancers and adult classes and two locations. And two locations. Um, one of the things we were chatting about before the interview was how, you know, as a business owner, it's tricky because you have this passion um, dance that you know really well, but all of a sudden you're opening your own business. And there's so many things you don't know in terms of like taxes and bookkeeping and website building. Talk to us a little bit about like, what were some of the challenges you faced when you first started? So website. Um, I'm also not big with social media. Um, you know, I, I know I should do more and I should, I should post more and I should really promote more advertise. So all of those things are probably my biggest hurdles is getting the word out that we are here, that we exist or like, you know, so, um, learning how to do web design, um, marketing. So that is my biggest challenge is getting into the marketing side of it. Um, I do have one of my teachers. She has a lot of background in it. When it comes time to having to update the website, 
I know that I literally will be awake for 24 plus hours because I can't go away from it. Because if I go away from it, I feel like I have to teach myself it again. So I have to sit down and I have to finish it. So, so from beginning to end, it can take me up to like past 24 hours. I, the last time I think I did it, it took me 28 hours to, oh, wow. to, yeah, That's a long it's, time. Just, it's just not my thing. And so yeah, that is hard though, because you know, as an entrepreneur, you wear so many different hats, and obviously, you can't be good at all of them. So, part of it is kind of what you said, like finding people on your team who do like doing those things, like the social media part, and uh, maybe there's someone in your future who's good at websites who can take that off your plate, because then you can focus on on the other things. But it is it's challenging. It is challenging. I mean, even just having to keep up with, you know. I, you know, like TikTok and all those things to kind of keep promoting. And it's just, those are kind of the things that fall off for me um, that I wish that I could keep up with or do and, you know, kind of be able to maintain that. I hear you about that. You know, one, one thing, one idea I got from another entrepreneur, and this may or may not work, but some of your older students, your high school students who probably are well-versed in TikTok, um, compared to compared to us, it's like you could always uh, do an internship. They had one of their older um, students doing an internship where they would take charge of it, and they really liked it. So I don't know. Really? Maybe okay. there's someone who could do that. Maybe not, but it's like no, it's I like good that. Yeah. yeah, problem solve. Cool. Well, tell us this episode is going to come out about mid May. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your showcase coming up. Will will it still be ready for tickets to buy at that point? It, yep, tickets will be available, I believe, next week already. Yeah, and what's what's the show called, and when is it, and where is it? It is called um, Our Greatest Show. So the basis is from The Greatest Showman. The kids have been begging me to do this. They've been <laughs> wanting to do The Greatest Showman for quite some time. So I finally caved, and I was like, okay, we're going to do this. Um, so our whole theme this year will be based on The Greatest Showman, um, so a lot of music from there, um, as well as we'll kind of bring in like the circus side of it um, into the showcase. Um, the showcase will run Thursday, May 18th to Sunday the 21st. Um, it is in Manitowoc at the St. Francis Music Center Hall. I think I have that name right. Yeah, I'll have I'll have it all linked in the show notes. Okay. So if you list okay. for listeners, you can get your tickets and check the location yes. and get directions and all that good stuff. Um, so the nice part is, is the opening number of the show is the main song from The Greatest Showman. Um, we had a rotating teeter totter made for us that goes, uh, you know, so it's like a teeter totter and oh. then it rotates. Um, and that is the big piece that we're taking to competition within the next couple of weeks. So there's 25 dancers on stage. We fling people from the teeter totter. Wow. Um, cool. Yes. Yeah, so we have it rotating while they're in like headstands and stuff. So that will be the opening number of the show as well as the big piece that the girls are competing with that. So they're super That is excited. amazing. And yeah, kind of mind blowing as you can just take my endorsement listeners. You are going to want to see this show and it will blow your mind. You know, like normally um, when people go to recitals, it's like, oh, I know so-and-so and it's my cousin. I was like, you don't need to know anybody and you will be amazed. It is incredible. Is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know before we go? Just anything in terms of um, stuff coming up for the studio or any advice you have for anybody who's looking to open a studio? 
Um, I mean, stay tuned, you know, look for us this summer. We do a lot of outdoor performances. Um, so, you, you know, we'll, we travel with our portable rigs. So kind of just be, you know, take a look out and see if, you know, there's any upcoming festivals that we might be at. Come check us out, um, with that. As far as, um, gosh, advice goes for opening up a studio, it take it takes a team, you know, it takes, um, I couldn't do it by myself. I had a lot of people, especially my husband. Uh, he was huge in helping um, support me and getting me started and, um, you know, starting off with that, you know, how to put together a business proposal for to get a loan from the bank. Um, so, it, you know, it definitely takes a team. And I guess the biggest thing, don't don't hesitate to reach out. Like, I'm so hesitant to want to ask for help or, you know, give a task to somebody else you know, as opposed to, so just don't try to take it all on yourself because <laughs> it's just going to be too much. Don't, yeah. Don't it be afraid is. to it's reach out. Be, it's just going to be too, too much with that. Um, but yeah. And, and I always, you know, I have to remind myself too, that the reason that I started this is to be in the classroom and stuff. So I need to find that balance to not with the admi- administrative side of it. It's so easy for it to take me out of the classroom. And then now all of a sudden I'm not even, teaching as much as I would like to be or working with the students as much. So I have to find that happy balance. So that way I'm not, you know, cause it, it's almost, you know, another full-time job with that, you know, the behind the, behind the scenes stuff. And my favorite part is to be in the classroom and to be with the, the kids and to work with them and stuff. So, um, so just don't be, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help and, you know, find others, like you said, that have the knowledge or that, you know, to be able to reach out to, and work with. I need yeah, to take I think my that's, own advice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sometimes we need to be reminded of that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, and, and remember your why, you know, like, why did right. you start the studio? You started because you love, you have the passion and the drive and the choreography and you, you want to be with the students. So you got to find your way back to that as much as possible. As much as, yes. <laughs> Cool. Well, Maria, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, listeners, like I said, I'll have all the links for Warp Studio, including their showcase coming up on May 18th in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. It will definitely be worth your while. As always, thank you for listening to You Betcha She Did. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to leave us a positive review. This is the best way for listeners to hear about our show and for us to keep promoting amazing women like you just heard today. Until next time. Until next time.